Probably shouldn't cuss when talking about a nun. Women can't. Women can't. Women can't. Women can't parlay. Our lady nation. Nation. <laughs> What's a going on? I'm Jess. Okay. Oh, and I'm Rainy. We're back again for another yes. week. This is Women Can't Parlay. We're back. We're both really excited that it's still light outside. Yeah. It's so, the first time we've ever recorded and it's bright out. No shit, huh? I love this time. I know. It's the most so wonderful I, time of the year. <laughs> I know. It really is kicking my ass this year, the whole time change, but also that could be everything that we have going on. I mean, I definitely haven't adjusted yet, but I don't care. I'm a fan of there being sunshine when I go home instead of complete darkness at 5 p.m. As am I. And also it stays a little darker in the morning, at least for now, Uh which I love because I'm that person, which maybe I'm crazy. I don't know. But like when I'm stuck inside and it's sunny outside, I am pissed. Yeah, no, I'm stuck inside and it's kind of like gloomy and doomy. It's like, all right, I'm cool with it. Like I like this vibe. So in the mornings, I am not a morning person. Everybody who knows me knows that. Me either. When it's still kind of dark and gross outside, it just kind of like lets me be me. Those are my feelings. Well, this actually all ties in perfectly with random question for today. Swing. What is your favorite season and why? I'm going with summer. Always. And I don't care. It's hot as shit. Don't care. Agree. Texas summer is definitely brutal and I'm not going to pretend like it's not, but I love it. So do I. I am obsessed with summer. I love summer. (laughs) I like the outside. I like pool time. I like being not inconvenienced by gross weather. Agree. I'm like, Jess, if you like summer so much, why don't you marry it? Uh, I would if I could. (laughs) (laughs) Literally, me too. There is nothing... Like, you know, you get nostalgic feelings when you listen to a certain song or something like that. Yeah. It, when there is a nice, sunny, warm day outside, it is just lake feelings. Yeah. It bring, you know what I mean? It's just, yeah. it's the best. And it, I hope it never leaves. Right. Because I haven't been to a lake in a very long time, but. <laughs> I know. We don't ever go. Makes me sad. Shout out lake friends. Shoot us an invite. <laughs> yeah, we need to do that. It's but either way, it's like take the lake out of it, take the pool out of it. I just want to be outside. I want to soak up yeah. the sun. I want to be at the bar, patio, Thousand all percent. of the things. Yeah. If yeah. I have to sit on a patio and you have to turn a fucking heater on, I'm out. Okay. There's never a time in my life where we turn heaters on. So, well, <laughs> I mean like in the winter, bitch. <laughs> I know. But even then it's like air conditioner, check, fan, check. <laughs> well, you and I are a different breed too. Like we're That's both true. hot nature. So that like the, the power outages a few weeks ago were yeah. really not that big of a deal for either one of us. Yeah. That was like the one time of the year I turned my heater on. <laughs> yeah. Same here. Like I uh, guess I have to. Yeah. I know. Or actual death would ensue. So exactly. Only only when safety is concerned do we turn on the heat. Yeah. Okay. (sighs) Well, maybe we won't, you know, bore all of our listeners this episode with like 20 minutes of us just talking about random shit that doesn't matter or have anything to do with sports. Or maybe we will, because guess what? It's our podcast. That is true. (laughs) Yeah. If we're the only ones that listen to our podcast though, then seems to be fine for us. Yeah, we're still fucking pumping them out. Yeah, we're going strong, so. Have no fear, guys. We'll continue. 
Yeah, so I'd say we're going to go a little bit out of order. Not that we really have an order, but we keep a similar structure, but we're going to bounce around a little bit today. But for starters, we're going to talk about the breaking, however confusing, news of J-Lo and A-Rod. So we've talked about this a little bit before when the first alleged rumors came out, but I think late last week, like Friday, Mm -hmm. reports had come out that they officially had broken up. And I mean, just to be clear, these reports were from pretty credible outlets of media like E! News, TMZ. And I mean, typically when things hit that level, it has been confirmed, if not even sent to them from their own publicists and stuff. So confirmed media, hey, they broke up. Okay, yeah, cool. Well, yesterday, I guess it was. Now they're coming out saying, no, we actually didn't break up. And we intend to work it out. We're really going to work on it. Of course, they're trying to say the breakup had nothing to do with Madison. So Mm -hmm. just to catch everyone back up, in case you haven't listened to our episode or the news at all, there's an alleged rumor that A-Rod has been conversing and, and communicating with a girl who's on a reality show on Bravo, which is Southern Charm. Her name's Madison LaCroix. She's been in the media recently, too, for her little stint Jake with Cutler. Cutler. Yeah. yeah. Kristen Cavallari, that whole thing. Now she's back in the media again because of her and A-Rod's alleged affair. Now I'm a fan of the show. When we first had our episode where we talked about it, I hadn't actually caught up on the show yet. And I did now. Okay. So I went back and watched because when the season first started, she's dating a guy from the show. And that's kind of right. how she really got to become a cast member on the show. Oh. She's kind of been like a friend of the cast kind of thing, but mainly through dating this guy named Austin. But then she officially became a cast member this season. I will say in her defense, I don't, and again, I know a lot of you may not watch the show, but it's great if you are into reality. (laughs) It's one of my faves. There's a lot of dudes on that show. And I mean, they're all bachelors. So I'll let you figure out, you know, kind of what that means for their recreational activities. But Mm -hmm. they like really slut shame this girl on that show. And I really don't appreciate it at all. These boys run around and sleep with anything that walks. And then she's rumored to have slept with a few people too. And they are out here just like dogging her for that. And that's not okay. No, it's not okay. It's just really hypocritical is what it is. But regardless of that, I'm not here to defend her. Obviously, anyone with half a brain knows A-Rod and J-Lo are together, were together. They were engaged, point blank, period. So like, I'm not going to say I defend her actions if she was involved in some sort of communication with A-Rod. But A-Rod's the one who should not be doing that. Like, he's the one who should be getting the heat here. Not to say she deserves scot-free, like, clean slate, but she's not in the relationship. A-Rod is. So on the reunion, they kind of talk about it. But from my understanding, she had to sign an NDA. Mm. A-Rod made her again, allegedly sign an NDA. So she never really comes out and says his name. But if you watch the reunion, if everyone on the cast knows and they say the name, but it gets bleeped out. Mm-hmm. And then two of her cast members have now come out, basically confirmed that it's A-Rod. Um, and then just the timing with mm-hmm. everything, it just all kind of makes sense. I'm here to say, like, I get what you're trying to do, but like, obviously Madison has something to do with y'all breaking up. Come on. I mean, it's so weird, but (laughs) 
it is interesting because I was interested in that whole relationship when it started because mm-hmm. I was like, I've never been a real big fan of him, like in sports or in life. Like me I just, he's, I don't know. He's just like cringe vibe to me. Yeah. And, but I'm and, a big fan of JLo. Like, well, that's what I'm, that's what I'm about to shout. I'm like, yeah. JLo is queen, right? Like, yeah, she's everything. Oh, so, yeah. I, which I didn't get her in like her ex relationships either. Most of them. Yeah. But, and that's another queen. thing we're not shaming. We're not shaming JLo for being engaged four times either like fuck off oh no listen <laughs> she can do no anyway, wrong sorry we won't get into that yeah we won't get into that she can do no wrong as she did selena damn right so let's just not go there because this is not a j-lo podcast or a selena podcast we can have a one-off that will be not just an entire other episode <laughs> it'll be a whole nother podcast called jessica is obsessed with selena and that yeah. is a thing <laughs> i know some people that will join um yeah. No, I just, it's, who knows, right? We'll never know. And who really cares? But so many people all of a sudden right after, because I feel like JLo's pretty under the radar when it comes to drama. Well, under the radar a little bit, shockingly, because of her star power, right? But mm-hmm. she, I don't really feel like she's one for drama. Like back when she dated Diddy, like, of course she did all that stuff, but it was like, everybody kept asking her like, ooh, bad boy Diddy, or like when all that shit went down, they're like blaming her for it essentially. Mm -hmm. And she's just like, well, I think that if, you know, I think he's a great guy and I care for him deeply and that's where we're at. Why is it any of your business? And clearly that's this kind of route she's gone with A-Rod and they've had a cool four years. Now this shit's happening. And they did put out that like statement, but it was so weird that Friday they were both posting weird shit. Yes. Weird underlying hinty posts And then all of a sudden they come out with this joint statement that they're working through things. And then all of a sudden these like sources close to them are coming out with their statements that are saying like, this started way before the Madison drama. Right. They've been separated because of quarantine. Like, Again, Which that's all my could point. be true. Real- I wouldn't be surprised if his fucking hands have been in the cookie jar way more than just with Madison. Yeah. I, I'm here to say I don't doubt that, but it just seems timing-wise, Madison's kind of the catalyst of, okay, we're done situation. Yeah. And yeah. I'm sure it is hard because they have this like blended family now and they've spent a lot of quarantine or like all of last year quarantined together. Yeah. And I think that's hard. And I, I also have a theory that I know they have a lot of business dealings together and That might be a huge problem for them. And I think every fucking Mets fan right now is screaming hallelujah because they tried to buy the Mets and they were kind of denied. And I don't know all the inner workings of the deal and don't care to know really, honestly, but I just know that the Mets have had a series of crazy (laughs) bad luck and this would have just been another thing to add to that pile. So I'm sure Mets fans everywhere are ecstatic that that deal never went through now. But you're right. I mean, well, again, we don't know. We'll never know all we're going to know is the gossip and the scoops that come out in the gossip magazines and i am interested and i'm also interested if she's maybe going to still be in the dr when i'm there here in a couple months because maybe that's my chance (laughs) yeah try to figure that out that'd be cool yeah i'll just i'll try and figure out where she where she's at yeah i have no clue but um we'll dig into it (laughs) i'm here to say i'll help you stalk j-lo like that's for sure (laughs) Teamwork. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, I just want better for JLo. I do too. I don't want her to have to live behind this mask girl. Like he's fucking around on you. You are way better than that. You know what though? 
I so feel like it's because I agree with you. And I went down that whole rabbit hole and then I was like, you know what? Fuck that. I'm like, that's so not JLo to me. In my mind, she's like, uh-uh. I'm over here trying to do this movie. He's doing his shit. I'm not going to even acknowledge this until we're back and we can acknowledge it together. But I'm not feeding into this drama. Uh, we're going to come out with this statement, whether I mean it or not, but we're going to shut it down. I and maybe so. she's like, hey, A-Rod, you sign this fucking form now. And you can't talk about shit except for saying we're together until I'm back. And then we'll work this out because I'm Jenny from the block, bitch. I hope so. I love that. And that's a, that's a really good take on it. And yeah, we'll see, but you're right. She ain't just running home to A-Rod. So, so we'll see. I, I choose to believe that. Okay. All right. Well, that's that. And we'll move on. And we're going to actually talk about football first ish. I mean, obviously we just talked about that, but I'm not mad about it. Yeah. We're like I said, shaking things up just a tiny, tiny bit, but moving on from that T we will talk about some good news and some bad news. <laughs> oh, God. Well, the good news is Fitzy's back. Yeller! I'm so pumped. I know, but the bad news is he's going to the Washington football team. I know. Unfortunately, means for a good portion of the season, we'll be rooting against him. Yeah. But positive news is I have garnered him the allowance of second place in the NFC. So yeah, that's cool. fair, right? Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, I'm with you. I think Cowboys, that's Washington fair. football team, Giants, Eagles. Fair. Totally fair. And if the Eagles just like fall off the face of the earth, that'd be cool too. Fine with that too. All all is well if that happens. All good options. We're we're gonna give Washington second place. So credit to us for being selfless. Yeah, we're very selfless. Which yeah, so it was interesting. And of course, when I heard that, which okay, so you say like I say interesting, or what were you saying last week? Do, oh, do you think like I could get a word? thesaurus over here for the word interesting well we both say interesting quite often so don't blame yourself but we like um i mean we always say i mean like a thousand times i didn't think you didn't i'm here to say we say that a lot i'm here to say i'm helping us both out right now fascinating riveting compelling gripping let's work on that yeah well we need to tape the synonyms to our computer so we <laughs> say something else dude i'll do it i want to fucking yeah do it. it's funny going back and editing because i do my best guys <laughs> to cut <laughs> some of that shit out uh listen if i was in charge of editing you'd get the whole shebang <laughs> well there'd be no editing. than later that's probably what it's going to come to uh, nobody wants that. Um, back to Fitz, and Fitz is back with the Washington football team for one year, $10 million, possibly 12 with incentives. Do you know what, how many teams this will make that he's been on? I know that he holds the record for starting and throwing a touchdown for eight different teams, and this will now be nine. Is that right? Boom, bitch. Yeah. Okay. Well, I knew the record for like starting and throwing, but I was like, fuck, he could have been on another team and not started and threw a touchdown for them. So, no, Jess is flexing. She's got some knowledge. Dude, um, I'm working on my trivia. I love <laughs> trivia. So, continue to know he's been around as long as Tom Brady. This will be his 16th season. That's so. wild. Yeah. Which obviously when this came out, I had to really think about my boy, Alex Smith and what's going on with him because he obviously still wants to play, but I think he requested a trade at one point. So, or release my bad. Sorry. So he has been released. Yeah. I thought the same thing broke my heart for Alex Smith, but that was already a done deal. So it really doesn't matter. Fitzy's going in as a starter. 
Yeah. Which I, well, yeah. Cause they're, what else? I'm terrible and can't remember their names, but uh, Kyle Heineke, Allen, Heineke. Heineke? Is that yeah, the guy they pulled out of school to come play. <laughs> yeah. That like last game of the season. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's Heineke. Yeah, it is. But yeah. So I'm just curious where he's going to land because I know he wanted to keep playing. So I hope he gets to play. I mean, yeah, I, I haven't seen he- anything, but it's also every two seconds. There's some NFL I know. free agency news right now. And I just can't keep up. It's I'm hard. like the freaking meme of the always sunny in Philadelphia guy with their like <laughs> yeah. solving. Yeah, that's yeah. that's where I'm at with with NFL. So no, um, I'm totally with you. But like, he could be going to the Cowboys right now. I wouldn't fucking know it. <laughs> I'd love that. <laughs> but you know, I'm just super happy for him because it's God, me too. I was worried he wouldn't even find a backup position, which I thought was you know outlandish to even suggest yeah. that he wouldn't play. Same. Now he's got this possibly starting position. He just has to go out there and do his thing. And, and he's making more than he did at Miami. Yes, yes. Super happy for him and his family. Me too. And such a solid dude. He deserves it. I agree. I think Alex Smith, I think whatever he's gonna, whatever he's supposed to do, he's gonna do. He's a good yeah. dude. He he deserves to be somewhere. Like, he'll probably be a backup somewhere like he was. Agree. So, agree. Which is fine. I mean, yeah. he's a badass. But by releasing him, that freed up like $14.9 million for Washington football team. So I'm like, why don't you just give that all to Fitzy? He's worth it. But yeah. just kidding. We're good. Well, we kind, of all, kind of almost did. Yeah. Okay. Moving on. Okay. We'll move on to the South. Drew Brees officially retired after 20 Oof. years, finally hanging up the helmet. Yeah. And just a little bit teasing us like he wasn't going to. For I know. Like kind of had the world in a frenzy for a bit that he was holding the Saints hostage and yeah. posting workout videos and shit. And everyone's like, like, yeah. uh, we love you, Breeze, but like, we're going to need you to go ahead and retire. <laughs> yeah. And I always wonder when that happens, if that's just like, if it's on purpose or if he's literally just working out and then people get pictures of it and then the world freaks out. Or if he's like, Ooh, I'm going to go work out and somebody's going to take a picture and it's going to really fuck with people. You know, I always wonder if it's on purpose or just how that world works. It's just a thought to me. Yeah, no, I have the, it's funny. Like, obviously our brains work the exact same because I'm yeah. the same way all these trade rumors and all these trades that are actually happening i just want to be a fly on the wall for all of this shit because i would just love to know how some of this stuff goes down when you're let's say i don't know when you're a qb on the team who's getting another quarterback where are you informed are you just informed with the rest of the world yeah i just would love to know all the behind the scenes of everything yeah so and not just the behind the scenes of the transactional stuff but just people's thoughts and people feeling the drama of it all yeah it's just it's pretty much a fucking reality show or a tv or movie oh for sure i mean there could be I mean, I know they do hard knocks and that's fucking awesome, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I know that Des Bryant immediately would sign up for a freaking uh, NFL reality TV show where you go behind the scenes with shit like that. You know what I mean? Like, I can think of probably 10 dudes off Gronk. 110% would sign up. So I would so be down copyright women can't parlay. Yeah, we said it first. So like, (laughs) we will sue your ass. Yeah, but I would, I so want to see that. Not washed up guys or not like out of NFL guys, like current. And I know there's probably shit against that, whatever, but I don't know. It would be very interesting. I'm there. Yeah, very interested. Yeah, I definitely know there's a lot of behind the scenes footage and things and people will do things, ESPN, whatever. But a lot of those are so cleared and protected by the NFL 
we all know Roger Goodell's got that shit on lock. He doesn't <laughs> want the world to know what's actually going down. So yeah. until that evil dictator is out, like we'll never know <laughs> the fun shit that's going on that we want to know. Um, PSA, uh, Jess is not a big fan of Roger Goodell. <laughs> Uh, no, for a lot of reasons. <laughs> you didn't know. Full Who circle, is though? a fan of Roger Goodell? Like, seriously, yeah, except know. all the fucking NFL players who have to say that Pretend. they like him. Yeah, I don't think anyone. Maybe maybe Jerry Jones, because he's kind of like scared of Jerry Jones. <laughs> well, because Jerry's probably paid him off. Or Roger, I don't know. God only I don't know. The yeah. Those two have done together to become friends. And that's one thing I don't want to know. Please don't put that on our NFL reality That's the main reality. That's, that's the show. finale of our reality show is the Jerry mm-hmm. Jones, Roger Goodell scandal. Listen. I don't know if I've told you about the show Your Honor with Brian Cranston and some like people. Like five times, but. Okay, well, that's because it rocked my world so fucking badly that I the only thing I can think of that is more cringy than sitting through that show again, which by the way, I know I did say this before, but it is amazing and everybody should go watch it, is thinking about Roger and Jerry in a TV show together and me watching it. I couldn't do it. I would watch it just the pure. Like, I know. You can do curiosity that. Curiosity of it all. I'll take your Cliff's notes. Okay. 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 Your Jess notes. Um, I also love how we were like, oh, we'll be used to this short episode. And here we are just like rambling again in the middle of Drew Brees' retirement section. Fuck it. Okay. Regroup. (laughs) Drew Brees, an ode to Drew. 20 years in the league. 15 years with the Saints. That's insane. 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 (laughs) No, it's insane. It's insane, you guys. Uh, He's 42 years old. So like, it's time. He is retiring as the all-time leader in career passing yards with 80,358 yards. Passing yards. It's pretty fucking good. I was going to add, you've mentioned it before that everyone pretty much already knew he had this job at NBC Sports waiting for him. Mm. So officially he will be a studio analyst for Football Night in America, a game analyst for NBC Sports coverage of Notre Dame football. He will also be a part of NBC Super Bowl 56 team in 2022. He will also work with other prominent non-football events like the upcoming Olympics. Really happy for him and also love the video that was released with his kid, the super cute retirement thing. So although we're losing, uh, fuck. (laughs) Although we're losing Drew Brees on the field, it sounds like New Orleans fans can rest assured that they will still see him on Sundays. So cool. And I'm a fan too. Like I'm excited to see what he, like how he does and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, he's a good, he's a good dude. Definitely had a great career and want good things for him. Great segue from (laughs) Drew Brees now into Tom Brady renegotiating his contract. Which I feel like always sunny guy meme with that. (laughs) Well, as you should, because it's wild contract. It really is. Yeah. Super creative. I don't think you can possibly write it all down and read it all, but I wrote down the basics. I tried. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, Getting $20 million signing bonus. 15 of it won't be paid until 2022. Also gets $20 million roster bonus this month, along with a minimum salary of $1.075 million. Super incentivized contract. The Bucks, like I said, got super creative on this one. 
I do love it because it's very selfless of Tom Brady, giving the message that he wants this team to stay together. He wants to do this again. He wants to get number eight. He could be asking for a heck of a lot more than he's getting, Yeah, but he negotiated it and agreed to do it this way. So it frees up money for his teammates, for other players to come in and help. And I think just knowing, I mean, I act like I know Tom Brady. I don't know Tom Brady, but just <laughs> knowing what we know about Tom Brady, I feel like not even just a selfless act to free up money. Does he prefer the structure? But it's super incentivized based on his stat. If he gets this passer rating stat, if he gets this oh, stat, he has he to perform. Yeah. He oh, has yeah. to perform in order to get the money. And honestly, that's super smart and also just super Tom Brady to do things that way. But I feel like this should be like, we should normalize this in football because I'm really tired of us specifically the, the Cowboys giving the prima donnas. Like billions of dollars to people who just really haven't completely proved themselves. Let's give them incentives. And then when they meet those incentives, pay them. Makes yeah. fucking sense. I mean, I'm in sales. When I make sales and I hit my quota, I make more money. Right. And when you (laughs) get that money, not to say that everyone does this because that's not true. And I'm definitely not implying that I think Dak is going to do this because I think Dak is just a better soul than that. But there are some people who just are looking to get paid. And once they get paid, what's in it for them in that moment? It's a different feeling, I think. Yeah. I agree. And I also think, of course, there's going to be attention drawn to it because it's Tom Brady. But I just feel like sometimes not all of his shit is shined in the brightest light that it should. And I'm kind of a fan of the dude. Like, how can you not be? And he is a good dude. It's yeah, it's it's so beyond a fan or not a fan of him. It's just like I was even having this argument on Saturday. He still gets hate. And I understand there are things that would make like, I'm jealous of people who have benefited from Tom Brady. Okay. I get it. Yeah. I want to hate him with all of my being too. But at this point, it's, I'm tired of people saying he's lucky. I'm tired of people yeah. saying like this and that. He's won seven fucking Super Bowls. No matter how he did it, no matter what lucky this or that happened to get yeah. him there, he fucking got there. I mean, you can maybe have these arguments one, two, I'll even go as far as to say three, but Super Bowls no. are not easy to come by and you don't just luck out. <laughs> out of them or luck into them, I guess I should say. Yeah. Well, no, you can't, you don't luck into them and you don't luck out of them. I mean, winning as a winner. I just, I'm just, I just can't, I cannot sit here and logically say Tom Brady has somehow lucked his way into winning seven Super Bowls. Like that's just the most ridiculous statement I've ever heard. I couldn't have said it better myself. I didn't get to watch this, but I did see that Gronk re-signed a one year mm-hmm. for 10 mil. <laughs> yep. He's back. Yeah. Which I love. I mean, wh- that's a great decision, Bucks. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? And like, I think Tom Brady had a lot to do with that. Maybe not even convincing the Bucks, but convincing Gronk to come back yeah, again. Probably both, right? Yeah. Like, I don't know. I think the Bucks are pretty, I mean, I think not like not to like discredit the Bucks management or coaching staff, but I think they're pretty much like whatever Tom wants we're willing to give. Well, and especially because what he's proven and shown, right? Exactly. Like they That's what's so cool to me is seeing, and let's not forget how badass Mike Evans is, by the way, because he exactly. also offered up to give a shit ton of money away. But he came in and before like Antonio Brown's story where he's like, yeah, I mean, he called me and was like, I want to play with you. Like whatever, blah, blah, blah. I agree with you. I think that Tom Brady of all people has proven himself and deserves the money. Absolutely deserves the money that he gets. And he deserves more than he's getting, but oh, a hundred. Yeah. A hundred percent is what it is. But and that's I, another thing I wonder behind the scenes too. Are there teams just incessantly calling Tom Brady or at least his management team trying to offer him the world? How's that looking? 
asking. And is Tom Brady just like, nope, I'm not accepting any phone calls. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know because I, I'm not super familiar with his contract. That, that's a good point. I'm not really thinking in terms of what his contract was or wasn't. For some reason, I thought it was only a one year, but maybe it was two. No, I don't know. And they renegotiated. No, it. I think it was. I, oh. I don't know. Let's pretend Let's pretend yeah. that he, in whatever form or fashion, could have gone to another team, what that would look like. Yeah. And is Tom Brady just going to shut it down because he's such a team guy? I think that. I think if he would have had a different experience with the Bucks than he did, I mean, besides winning the freaking Super Bowl, obviously, but even God. if they would have just gone to the playoffs, I still think he would have felt that way, right? But if he would have gone in and had a year like the Patriots had this year, that would have maybe been different. Like if he didn't mesh well or whatever, I mean, yeah, and maybe Giselle's like, bitch, we're not moving from Florida. I've done this <laughs> like, boss this is thing. It. I'm, not, like, I'm yeah. not going back. I'm not going back to the Northeast with the snow. Yeah. Don't yeah. even try. <laughs> exactly. So cool. I'm I'm down with that. I'm honestly pumped to watch them this year. I am and I ain't because... Well, for obvious reasons. I need them to not beat the Cowboys. I need the Cowboys to win. It's time. So what's super interesting too, though, interesting. Fascinating. Fascinating. I I just feel like Tom Brady one day is going to make an amazing coach. Like at what point is he going to retire and really get into that? Because he is already. Yeah, he's practically coaching now. He's just also the fucking quarterback. Watch him do some weird shit like just coach junior high or high school football. That's what I was going to say. I could see that (laughs) motherfucker being like, no, I have to start from the bottom. And coaching his son's junior high up into high school, college, and then being like, NFL, I'm back. (laughs) No shit. The first year he'll win the Super Bowl of his first coaching career ever. What if he does all that, comes to the NFL, the Patriots don't win a game or don't win a Super Bowl ever again. I'd be fine with that. But don't win and don't make the playoffs. Tom Brady comes to the NFL, coaches the Patriots. They win their first Super Bowl. (laughs) Yeah, that would be fascinating. Or come coach the Cowboys. I don't give a shit. I'd much rather that. Oh, shit. Well, we'll see. I don't know. Who knows where the time will take us with Tom Brady at this point. He'll be fucking playing till he's 64. You're right. Um, (laughs) Okay, moving on, unless you had anything more. No, God. Yeah. I can't possibly talk about Tom Brady anymore. Beat that one to to the death. So I did originally have this on my slate as a rumor, but earlier today, it turns out not a rumor anymore. It is official. Andy, the red rocket red i call him that because it's like anyway andy dalton signed with the bears one year 10 million dollar deal with three million in possible incentives yeah so his nickname is the red rifle i call him the red rocket but i think it's just as accurate but it also happens to be a dog penis (laughs) dog boner Oh, shit. Have you ever heard the, uh, oh, oh, man, I'm going to be barstool again, but it's the first time this whole episode. So go on ahead. Yeah, yeah, we're like 40 minutes in. So we're doing well. Pardon my take there. Have you ever heard their movies that they pitched? They pitched it to like Zac Efron, Adam Sandler, David Spade. (laughs) Have you ever heard it? Okay. So when you get off this podcast, go YouTube boner dogs. (laughs) (laughs) I already... You're like, I'm already in. What what channel is it on? I am, though. I already want to be a part of it. So it's supposed to be like an animated movie about sled dogs. And one of them gets made fun of because he constantly has a boner. And then they get lost out in the snow. And the only way they find their way back is because the boner drags its way through the snow. 
And the funniest thing was Kevin Garnett and Adam Sandler interviewed together for Uncut Gems. And they were like, we're exclusively pitching this to Kevin Garnett. Adam, I'm sorry that you're going to sit this one out. So they're pitching it to Kevin Garnett. And Adam's like, dude, I'm so in on this. This is like a really good idea. And they're like, Adam, I'm really sorry. But like right now we're pitching this to Kevin Garnett, not you. Oh my God. (laughs) It's so fucking hilarious. Anyway, yeah, that's. Sorry for the tangent, but you actually started this. So, well, I guess I did. Anyway, mutual. Is it animated or is it real dog with human voiceover? Or is it's it just not, implied? To my, just to my knowledge, know. it's animated. Zach Efron, David Spade, Kevin James, <laughs> all these guys have already said they're in. No. <laughs> so oh, they're like so they're like gonna be, I guess, voicing the dogs or whatever. Well, Andy Dalton needs a part. <laughs> yeah, he's red rocket, according he's to Grim and Camp Oh, oh isn't he the most Christian guy ever too? And here we are giving him a nickname well, like a dog penis, dog boner. <laughs> Sorry, dude. Boner dog. Yeah, he definitely is. I don't know. Taysom Hill is too. I'm trying to decide which one I think is more, but well, it's not a competition. Anyway, I mean, you're they're, right. they're, they're beating me when terms of who's <laughs> going to heaven first. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So that tangent was. Yeah, I don't know what just happened. Signed Andy Dalton for a one year contract for $10 million. And like you said, possibly three extra million dollars for incentives. Bears fans everywhere today are pissed, I think. Yeah, they're puking a little bit. Um, I hate this for Andy Dalton because I really don't want to like shit on him. Me too. I also can sympathize. They have Nick Foles, technically have Mitch, but I think we all know he's going somewhere else or he's out, whatever, free agency. I'm not trying to say Nick is better than Andy or Andy's better than Nick, but I would certainly say they kind of match up comparatively in a way. Andy's been in the league longer, so he obviously has some more... He's a little more veteran or he is, but I would say they size up pretty well. Andy might have an edge, but I think there's also things Nick Foles has too that just can't really be totally optimized because of their lack of an offensive line. I do wonder what this means in terms of like the Russell Wilson talk. I know that a lot of reports have come out now saying they really are trying for him, or at least they were. I don't know that this completely takes the Russell Wilson thing off the table. I'm sure it does, I think. Well, I think what I was, what I'm saying is like, I think the Bears would totally do whatever they could to get him. But I think at this point, they just don't have the funds to do it. Right. So one of the things I heard, and I did not uh, verify. This is not fact check. No, this is not. And by this, I mean our entire podcast. (laughs) And the history of our podcast and the future of our podcast. Yeah, no, I heard that one of the options or something, because they tried hard, right? But you're right, I don't think they can afford him. And also any type of offer that was on the table was like, I don't know, some trade with Seattle for like five first round picks or more or something. And it's like, how does that benefit Russell Wilson? It doesn't, so it's not going to work. I mean, I think that's off the table for sure. I think in terms of logistics it is, but I do think the Bears were really trying hard to get that done. And I think they got scared that they're going to be left with their dick in their hands if they don't sign a cornerback a cornerback a quarterback <laughs> soon and i think that really yeah. got them scrambling to get andy dalton because i think the niners were looking at him too and here we are i haven't fact checked I mean, this either but i've been seeing that 
the future for the Bears, the odds have gotten worse since they signed Andy Dalton. Not plummet, but went from plus, you know, 4,000 to plus 5,000. I don't really know what I, again, didn't fact check any of it, but I had seen rumblings that might be the case, which I'm like, oh man, poor Andy. I agree, but we'll see. Who knows? I'd love to see him come out and do his thing and surprise everyone. So see what happens. Plus, not to be a bad fan or anything, but he's used to playing with not such a great offensive line. Right. (laughs) It didn't really work out so well, but yeah, he did have to endure that. I also think it's kind of funny to think about too, because like just last episode, we were talking about the rumors that Ryan Fitzpatrick may not even be signed with anyone, which again, I thought was completely ludicrous, but I was like, you know, how can we make him a Cowboys backup? And we were like, oh, well, we have Andy Dalton. And I'm like, well, fuck, now we don't. I know. We maybe could have got Fitzy. Just kidding. I would, I love that he is a starter, so I would not want to take away, but I would also die if he was a Dallas Cowboy. So absolutely die. I mean, at this point, the odds are in our favor that at some point he will be a Dallas Cowboy. Yeah, I know. I mean, he's good. He's nine fucking teams in. He's got fucking 23 more to go or something. Yeah. I do wonder, though, I'm assuming we still have Ben DiNucci and Gilbert. I I wonder, are we going to hang on to them? I don't think we have any money to do anything else. But I think Gilbert was the one who, who performed way better even in that one game than DiNucci did. Yeah, I think it just all depends on what was happening around. Like, honestly. Yeah, but Gilbert's the one that, like, came in. And again, I think it was just that one game. We almost beat the fucking Steelers. Yeah. But anyway, very fascinating. NFL shit's happening every five minutes, seconds, whatever. I feel bad about especially now that we have, like, a sports gambling podcast because we're in the depths of fucking basketball right now. Yeah. And I'm pumped about free agency football. Well, it makes sense, but it is one of those things where I'm focusing on basketball, but I'm catching the highlights of the free agency. It's just hard to keep up. I'm living for the free agency shit right now. But anyway. Moving on, Bill Belichick going on a fucking shopping spree. Exactly what I have it written down on my fucking paper. (laughs) Of course, of course, of course, of course. Go for it. What do you got? Okay, we all know the seasons that they've had. And then last season, they went seven and nine, didn't even make the playoffs. Bill's going to need to make some fucking decisions, right? They had like $60 million in salary cap space. Day one of free agency signed Johnny Smith, tight end, to a four-year, $50 million contract with 31.25 guaranteed. And he's pretty good tight end. Like he came from the Titans. He's the third mm-hmm. fastest tight end in the league. Oh, I'm going to fuck this guy's name up. But Matt Judon, maybe he's an inside linebacker, signed him to four year contract, $56 million, 32 guaranteed. Jalen Mills, he's a safety, but I think for the Patriots, we're going to try and use him more as a cornerback, but they signed him for a four year, 24 million. Nelson Aguilar, which I was kind of shocked at, wide receiver from the Raiders, two years for 26 million. Kendrick Bourne, wide receiver from San Francisco, three years, 22.5 million. I'm not fucking done yet. Obviously, Cam Newton resigned uh, a one year contract worth 13.6 million with like 3.5 million guaranteed. I'm like, is he done? Some dude named Henry Anderson that I didn't know of, but he's a Jets defensive end. They signed him for two years for 7 million. He's a big fucking dude. Definitely don't know how to say this guy's name. Davon, G O D C H A U X. Good dough. But what's the C H about? Good Joe. Good Joe. 
Good sure. Know? Sure. Yeah. I love it. Okay. So he uh, came from Miami. He's a nose tackle. They signed him for two years, $60 million. That was day one. Yeah. I was, I didn't even, I started to add them up and I'm like, you know what? I'm not confident that I'll actually be able to say that number out loud once I add it all up. So I'm not going to, but on day two, they signed Hunter Henry, another tight end. So, which did I say three? Because, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Nelson or no, they signed like three tight ends, which I thought was weird. They're making money moves. That's for sure. I mean, no doubt. Interesting. I just, I get so fascinated and I really meant to say that word. I didn't, that, that was real. Uh, I get so fascinated with Bill Belichick. So I'm just like, wow, I would love to know what's going on in his head right now. But I think he's really just like, clear the slate, use up the cap space. I'm yep. sure it'll go up next year. Just taking advantage of this time yeah. to be like, we got to fucking start over. I'm, that's kind of how I took it. And he wasn't joking when he's like, we're going to build this team around Cam. Quite yeah. Literally. To be honest, I'm kind of interested to see them too next year. Interested, not excited, just interested. To yeah. see what this ends up looking like. I think this is classic Bill. I mean, this is, I'd say, sort of what he did, you know, back in the day. So it'll be curious. I will be curious to watch this play out and see if he can do it again. Or like, can yeah. he really make something happen here? Bill's very the replacements. I mean, not that he's signing like washed no, up dudes though. No, not. But to me, it feels like there should be a camera crew following him around at all times and or there will be a feature film made about what's happening right now in 20 years. Yeah, for sure. Unless we jump on it after dog boners or whatever that movie's called. (laughs) Boner dogs. Boner dogs, sorry. (laughs) We'll get boner dogs out first and then, you know. (laughs) Sequel. And then we'll hit him with with the tearjerker of Bill Belichick's super team or whatever the fuck he's going to do. Anyway, moving on from the Pats, don't care. They they just spend a shit ton of money. That's I can I mean, say definitely. Out. I mean, I'm about to call Bill up and be like, "Hey, do you have a place for me on the team?" Because yeah. it sounds like you're just handing out money. I'll take just like half a million dollars. Whatever you need, Bill. Whatever you need. Yeah. Look, we'll uh, <laughs> free advertising. <laughs> yeah, we got you. We got. We'll get you. A, we'll get you a part in Boner Dogs. Uh, I'm sure Portnoy could uh, help him with that before we could. Now I'm just picturing him in his cutoff sweatshirt. If they're sled dogs, like him being the one on the sled, but like doesn't say a word. The right. Fucking he, he's no speaking part whatsoever. No. Maybe he catches a Subway sandwich at the end. Or maybe there's some sort of business scandal. These business guys are trying to come in and buy the sled dogs or something. And Bill cuts their sleeves off. I mean, pardon my take. We're just literally writing the movie for you. So welcome. Hit us up. You need us, clearly. I could keep going on that. We're going to write a script. Okay, Um, yeah, let's do that. Let's (laughs) copy everything Pardon My Take does. Like, cool. First national sales meeting, we'll write the script for, maybe we'll do Boner Cats. (laughs) Big Cat can be in it. He's the main character, obviously. Yeah, Um, he's the boner. He's the boner. (laughs) He's the boner. He's the boner. Yes. Oh my God. Do you think people are going to just like stop listening to us? <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. Like, guys, it's been real. It's been fun. Thank you for, you know, thank you, you know for what all I have? you've done. Not to pull a complete 180, but I'm going to. I have had several requests for a Pete Pants update. Oh. So we really need to get some Pete Pants uh, back out there on the gram. We do. On the, on the twits. Whatever people call that. We also have to get our merch game going, and that's a merch situation, Pete Pink. Oh, that's a merch. But, God, I have such a hard time. Like, can we actually just put a pair of Pete Pants 
on like just the waist and below included on a sweatshirt. A I don't know. Sweatshirt. I don't know, but we, I guess we'll find out. Well, I'm going to do it. I think yeah. I'm just going to do it. I'm making it. Gonna, yeah. I think we're just going to do it. Or we just find a pair of his pants and then we like digitalize them. That's not a word. Make them like a <laughs> digitize them. I don't know what I'm saying. Oh, like, that's better. Make them like know. a bitmoji, but pants. Bitmoji. Is that even the right word? Yeah, bitmoji's a thing. Okay, let's make the pants bitmoji pants, and then we'll just write Pete pants down the pants, and there we go. Oh, wait. Or we just make pants that say Pete pants down the side. Yeah. 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 So we'll just put like Pete Pete pants, Pants. like a marquee. Also, I think we definitely need to have a hashtag that says, where's Glenna? Where the fuck are you? Yeah. Like, (laughs) step in, sis. If for nothing else, just let us know why. Yeah. Like, does he think they're good luck? Or like you know. Glenna, help. Yeah, Glenna, yeah. Glenna, help. Yeah. Cool, I'm into it. Yeah. Last we'll see you in two help. years, guys. <laughs> yeah, keep supporting us. Hey, what I didn't let Jess say earlier was go listen, rate, subscribe, follow us on Twitter, follow us on Instagram, at Women Can't Parlay on both of those. And, um, you know, go to Apple Podcasts and rate us. Uh, five stars only though, remember. We're not done yet. I just wanted to not forget yeah. that. Yeah, don't, don't hang up yet. <laughs> Um, anyway, thank you. Thank you all. Yes. Um, okay. Are we done with Bill Belichick? I don't even know where we're I'm done. That, I just like, literally, that was it. That was exhausting just writing all that shit down, to be okay. honest. It was exhausting to read. Yeah. And that's I'm not rooting I, for him yet, but I am interested to see how this goes. I'm, I'm, wait, shit. What's another word besides Enamored? <laughs> yeah. I'm curious to see curious. what happens next Curiosity season. kills the cat. But not the boner cat. Not the bo- not the boner cat. No, <laughs> he's superior to all cats. Oh my god! How many times do you think we said boner in this episode so far? Like sixty five. Uh, uh, boner is boner one of them. Name it, because I know you know it. What varsity blues, bitch? Oh, I'm sorry. I got so thrown off by what you were saying. I was like, wait, what are you asking me? Probably because the way I was looking at you. Oh, god, you guys. Also, shameless, not not shameless plug, free ad. Operation Varsity Blues comes out on Netflix tomorrow, and it's the story of the whole scandal of kids getting into college, the celebrity kids. Like like Aunt Becky. Yeah. Excited. So am I. And it's interesting that you said shameless, shameless plug, because... Felicity Huffman's husband is, Ooh, is in shameless. shameless. Good call. Yeah. Also, he like I makes may, that a show. I may be going to Chicago in May because oh. round trip flight sixty dollars. Hello, yeah. And the bar from Shameless <gasps> is there, and I'm guessing you'll also be there. Yes, be there. Also, gambling is a thing there. So. Dope, love it. That's We're supposed exciting. to be in Philly this last weekend. Didn't go. That's also gambling a thing there oh that opportunity yeah well double fucking side note sorry guys yeah there's this new restaurant here that literally just opened up i think right after you left called hungry like the wolf and it's like 80s 90s everything stop everything stop it yeah no it's okay well so i have to come back immediately They they even made an instagram post something about the max and i was like i can't I no, physically can't because I, I physically can't go. I can't go. And I hope it's not a pop-up because I'll be pissed if I live here and it goes away. Why can't you go? Well, if it's a pop-up and it's only open for like a month, I'm literally oh, yeah, gone. You'll never be able to make it. Yeah. Fuck. Anyway, nobody cares. I care. I care. I 
I knew you would. Seems like I had another thing now that we're just totally sidetracking. Um, Kid 90, that documentary came out. Watch that. The Punky yeah. Brewster documentary. Fucking loved it. Wait, Wait. it's actually just Punky? Well, Soleil Moonfry? Soleil Moonfry. It's her. And throughout her you know, entire adolescence, when she was not necessarily when she was Punky Brewster, maybe a little at the end anyway, she filmed everything. So I like, kind of filmed her entire adolescent childhood, teenage Martin. years. She was also in Sabrina. Yeah, Melissa she was also in Saved by the Bell. Yeah. One episode. She was right. Old. What was her name? Uh, no. Nudie, like, dated yep. Zach for, like, a hot minute. One episode yep. thing. Yeah. Anyway. Totally. Yep. Whatevs filmed her entire life, Hollywood, Perf. and it's crazy. And then all the people that have since passed or, like, committed suicide. I don't know. It's just wild. It was an interesting documentary that I feel should be 11,000 episodes long, but it's really just one. So I was kind of shocked by that, but... Brian Austin Green, love that guy in it. I go back and forth now with the Megan Fox shit. And I, I know, I don't really care for the way on. that he's handling that, but it's, I'm sure. But I'm with you, obsessed. I mean, he was my yeah. number one 902. It's hard for like your wife to just like up and leave you for fucking Machine Gun Kelly, Machine who Gun I also Kelly. love. And I'm just a fan of Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox's relationship. So I am too. Sorry, Brian, I will console you. Just give me a call. I'm here. No, go watch The Masked Singer. Spoiler alert. He's on, oh, he's, I, he's on a season and I, I heard fucking that. loved it. I anyway. never watched that show, but anyway, we have sidebarred yeah. more we, than we possibly could ever. I know. We're actually going to have to start like a suggestions corner or something. We're just like at the end, we say, here's what you need to watch. Separated for everything right. else. Avi, we need to talk about March Madness. Brackets are fucking out. Get out. your bracket. Get it figure it out. I feel like this year is going to be even crazier just because the the whole COVID situation. Yeah, There's been a few teams who are already impacted with COVID. Duke, Kansas, and Virginia. Right. Duke didn't end up making it to the tournament anyway. Kansas is in. Virginia is also in. Hopefully with the bubble nature, teams will be fine. And from what I understand, for the team to even get to the bubble, they have to submit seven negative COVID tests per each person before they can even go to the bubble. That's like, what I read. That seems like craziness, but... Like tested every day or I what? guess. That's my assumption is a test every day, a week up until leading to it. We're at the point now where nothing has come out unless it's happened in the last hour of teams having COVID positives. But mm-hmm. as far as I know, like Kansas and Virginia are kind of still in that waiting period of getting through it. So I don't really have any updates on like what's going to happen with them. Right. Um, but as far as I know, like they're in the tournament. So we'll see if they end up having to have like a replacement team or anything like that. But I mean, a lot of moving parts, really hard to keep everyone accounted for. I'm sure they're going to do their best to get through this. I think I talked about it on a prior pod, but there will be no postponing. If you get COVID, you're pretty much out. I don't know if they'll have restrictions on who it is and what it is and how they'll deal with the real semantics of it all. But I do wonder if they get to the final four or the actual national championship, I would assume if there's a COVID problem, I could see them maybe postponing it then. Yeah. I mean, you can't tell me if it gets down to like the final two teams and one of those teams gets COVID, it's just, oh, here's our national champion. I, yeah, I just, I mean, it, highly I doubt that. Yeah, I agree. I mean, like it, it is a bubble in true nature, but I don't know how locked down it can possibly be with that yeah. many people. Like that's yeah. just a lot of teams, a lot of people, and it'll go fast. So that's good. But it's yeah. just, it just can't be as well oiled of a machine as like the NHL bubble for the playoffs and the NBA bubble for the playoffs. Like, it's just, there's too many moving parts. 
but yeah. don't want to see people with COVID because we don't, that's just not how you want to see people win. We want to see the games. That's nobody wants want. to win that way. Yeah. They just move on. That, that Nobody wants to have that in their trip yeah. to the national championship. Oh, well, you got through, you know, one or two rounds because other teams got COVID. No one wants that. Right. First four starts Thursday, which will officially round out the 64 teams, and then the madness will begin. And then the 19th and the 20th are the first round. So really looking forward to that. Been reviewing my bracket, mainly just for gambling purposes at this point. <laughs> haven't actually submitted a bracket, but I do plan to do so. But really want to talk through my notes that I've made so far and then talk about a couple props that I've been looking at. So just my initial reactions to the bracket. Michigan, who's heavily favored, a lot of people are mm-hmm. talking about them. Mm-hmm. I just don't really see it for them because they have a really tough road. So I'm kind of out on, I mean, they might make it a little bit, but I just don't really see them going all the way. I like the Ohio 13 seed. I think that makes for like a good upset. I think Iowa has a good chance. The LSU St. Bonaventure game. LSU is like really good, but St. Bonaventure has also been doing well. I would have liked to have seen them go on, but they're going to play each other first round. So I'm very (laughs) interested in that game. Although LSU should win, they're probably one of the best eight seeds ever. I like Georgetown at a 12. I think that could be a potential upset. Wisconsin, North Carolina. I feel like North Carolina all the way. I really like Illinois. I feel like they're sitting well. I like where Georgia Tech's at, but they're the same area, so I could see them meeting up with each other. Clemson's out of number seven. I don't really know about that one. I could see there being some upset there, but the Midwest bracket, I feel like the one that Clemson is in is super wide open. I could see really just... Houston's in that one and surely they'll do okay but I feel like there's a there's a lot of potential there for some underdogs to do well there so those are just my initial notes props that I've been taking note of a couple of these I've already taken so one of them is I took will any game go into double overtime taking yes at a plus 145 I like it I feel like it's very possible that a game could go into double overtime so like my odds there the next one was how many games in the tourney will actually go into just overtime and I took an over of 3.5 at plus 175 so four games in the entire tournament to go into overtime felt like that was plausible And then there's obviously the who's going to win the national championship. I've been looking at those. I haven't made any bets yet. Obviously, Gonzaga's a heavy favor. They have a pretty good road. It looks like they could probably pull it out. They're at plus 175. Probably will throw a few dollars at that one to kind of have to. Baylor's at plus 700. Not really sure about them, but... Another one I liked was Alabama at plus 1,800. They're kind of a reach, but they've been playing really, really well. And then one of my really Cinderella story ones that I like is Oklahoma State because they've actually just been killing it. They're at a plus 3,500. Cade Cunningham is amazing. He is doing so, so good. And to have that caliber of a player on your team, they are one of those teams that are a fucking, I think they're a four seed and I could see them pulling it out. Cool. Well, and like Um, going into the tournament with that kind of... They've been killing it here lately. There's a proper most outstanding player. I'm probably not going to delve into that at all. Mm -hmm. One of the ones I really want to throw some money at that I haven't touched yet is buzzer beater prop. So how many buzzer beater games will there be in the tournament? One, two, three, four, five, or six. (gasps) 
I'm not really sure where to go with this one. Like I did a poll, obviously by the time y'all listen to this, this probably probably shut down. So it doesn't really matter. But I think right now that's leading at like three, Yeah, which is at like a plus 1200. I'm trying to find a stat that gives me average. Yeah. yeah. I can't find a good stat that gives me like the average number of buzzer beaters, but I definitely want to throw some money at one of these. I'm just not sure. I'm thinking I'm either going to do one, two or three. One is plus 222 is plus 700, three is plus 1200, and then four and five is plus 2000, and six is plus 5000. I don't know. Rainy, if you have any thoughts on that, please text them to me. Uh, Yeah, I will text them. I won't be saying them out loud. It's like you can throw five bucks at or something, and you never know what could happen. So I'm definitely going to put something down on it. There's also really good odds if you feel like someone other than a one seed is going to win. If you pick a two seed, that's plus 350. A three seed is plus 850. And it goes up from there. Or there's a prop that's just, I don't think a one seed is going to win at plus 250. So if you really don't think a one seed is going to win, that's some value there for you. Mm -hmm. I know Gonzaga is heavily favored. And then, like I said, there's a couple other one seeds that I don't hate. But yeah, you just never know. And like I said, especially in the world of COVID, it is just so up in the air. Like, I just don't know. Like it's already hectic because it's basketball, right? You just literally never know what's going to happen. But then you throw a fucking glove pandemic onto that and it just throws everything out the window. Oh yeah. I'm also going to kind of look and see. I've been thinking about maybe just throwing a four team parlay on like one seed. Yeah. Because it's only one time in history that a 16 seed has actually beat a one seed, which was in 2018. Yeah. I don't know what the payout would be. I don't know if it would be like a crazy minus whatever, but I might throw some money on that. It's just, like I said, it's it's hard this year because if a team gets COVID, that's it. So yeah. Well, and um, nobody can, you can't do like, I almost said statisize. Pretty sure that's not a word. I love how we just make up our own language. That's cool. But you know what I meant, right? <laughs> like you can't really like yeah. put stats on that. Like you can do all your research, but it, exactly. COVID comes in and just like wipes out an entire team overnight. It, that's what I mean. It's, you know, the bracketology for normal yeah. years is nuts, but this just throws a whole nother wrench into it. You know, like yeah. if you were to win, if somebody somehow, some way did a perfect bracket this year, I feel like the odds would have to be double what they normally are. For sure. This will be quite the tournament. Yeah, it's definitely going to be interesting. It's always interesting, yeah. but this year is going to just have an extra element. I can't wait. I'm super excited. First March Madness to really be like truly gambling on it. So yeah. especially because last year it didn't happen. Well, so. that's the thing. And there's a lot of people complaining about like, this and that. And I'm like, can y'all just shut the fuck up? Yeah, like, it's here. We have it's a happening. tournament. Shut yeah. your mouth. Don't jinx it. Yeah. A few more fucking good teams get COVID and what happens? I'm just, it is over. There yeah. is no tournament after that. And then like, what? We're watching Austin College. They're calling us back to fucking put our fucking uniforms on. I have one in there. <laughs> There's quite We're a few Texas teams in it. Texas. Oh, um, uh, Christian. Yeah, University. Abilene Christian. Yeah, Abilene. Baylor. Yeah. North Texas. Oh, yeah, I did see that. Texas Tech. Seems like there was one more. I don't know. I should have wrote Texas. them down. That would have been smart. Um, did you say Texas, though? Yeah, they're Texas. Oh, yeah, okay. they're, yeah, they're in Texas, Baylor. Texas Tech, North Texas, Abilene Christian. So there's for some reason one. I thought there was maybe one more, but I, I don't know. Doesn't matter. Um, Loyola, Chicago's back. Houston? Sister. Uh, oh, Houston. Houston's in yeah. it. There you go. There you go. Boom. Sister Nun. I can't think of her name. That big Chicago 
Loyola Chicago fan and made a big splash a couple years ago when they made their run. They're back in it. So she's still alive at 101 cool. years old. Love it. What is Hell her yeah. fucking name? Probably shouldn't cuss when talking about a nun. <laughs> Sister Jean. Sister yeah. Jean. Sister Jean. She got cleared to go to the games. But oh, I mean, how I don't cute. know how many of them there, there will be, but. Oh, uh, I love that. So yeah, that's a, a lot of research in a nutshell, but tried to run through it as quickly as I could. I'm going to really have some more research and like actually fill out a bracket just because I want to, I do every year, but this year I'll be actually gambling. So check out our page for our picks. Been keeping up with that, you know, still at like plus 15.92 units, but hoping to change that with the tourney. Hopefully we don't go backwards, but we'll see. Like I said, I want to throw together a few parlays that I think, you know, seem yeah. pretty doable or pretty like straightforward. Yeah. yeah. Get some juice there, but we'll see. I'm in. We'll post them to our social media. At Women Can't Parlay. Check us out. Follow us. Like, comment, subscribe, rate, review. Thanks. Yes. Yeah, so that's going to do it for this week on Women Can't Parlay. Hope you all enjoy. Get ready for the madness. That is March. That is March. <laughs> Thank you all for listening. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be checking you later. Bye. Goodbye. Women can't. Women can't. Women can't. Women can't parlay. <laughs>